Hello and welcome to the Bright Morning Podcast. I'm Elena Aguilar. So folks, before we get into this episode, I am so excited to announce that we've got a brand new resource for you. We've got the Coaching for Equity Book Study Guide. So this book study guide is designed to help you reflect on your learning from that book and put new skills into practice immediately and maximize your impact. And this is free. It's almost like I'm coaching you as you read. So beyond the free resource, we also have a more comprehensive study guide for individuals, which includes extension activities and additional practice that you won't find in the book. And if you facilitate adult learning within your school or your district or your organization, or you'd like to participate in the book study with a group, we have another option, which has planning and facilitation considerations included for the entire run of the book club. And this includes guidance for every single chapter. So if you want additional guidance on how to coach for equity, I hope you'll take a couple of minutes to download this guide and enjoy this really easy to implement and self-paced learning opportunity. And you can find out more about how to get this guide in the show notes. And folks, I also have to add that we have a brand new website. So if you have not yet seen the Bright Morning Team website, that's the URL, brightmorningteam.com, hop over there and check it out. We've got a new logo. We've got some fresh branding. I love it. I'm really excited. And you can also find all of my free resources that have always been on my website, downloadable, and they have also been rebranded and they are just gorgeous. There's so much there and it's so easy to navigate. I'm just so excited about this new website. And you can also find more information on the book study guide there. So check that out. All kinds of bonuses. Okay, now let's get into this episode. Okay, friends, this week we are continuing with our special mini series, the Try It On Challenge. And we're going to move into some more things that you can say in a coaching conversation to the response stage, if you're familiar with that framework. And before I share the tool that I'm going to be encouraging you to use this week or challenging you to use, I do want to thank a friend of the show, Kimberly W. Thank you for supporting us and for helping to keep this show running. If you would like to join Kimberly in their support, you can find out how to become a friend of the show in the show notes. Okay, so this week we're exploring the things you can say when you talk in a coaching conversation, the statements you can say or the questions you might ask a client. And your challenge for this week is to use this sentence stem or this question. What do you hear in what you're saying? So this is one of my absolute favorite things to ask a question because it is a way of saying, I trust you. I trust that you know yourself. 
I trust that you can hear yourself. I trust that you can find your way out of a challenge or a stuck place. I trust that you are wise and knowledgeable and that you can access that information. So it's a way of me communicating my trust and confidence in someone else. But let me back up for a minute and explain. I use this stem when someone is talking and maybe talking and talking about a challenge they're facing. Maybe they are upset or they're stuck, or maybe they're contemplating various courses of action. When they stop and they breathe, or maybe they say, what do you think I should do? I pause, I take a breath, and I say, let me ask you, what do you hear in what you're saying? The response I often get is something like, wow, I hear, and someone hears what they're saying, and they hear it, and they say it like with confidence. They hear what they're saying. Sometimes what they share is what I was hearing. So maybe they say something like, I hear that I'm more upset than I thought I was, which might have been what I was hearing. Or maybe they say, I hear that what I really want to do is move into a leadership role. So sometimes my client hears again what I feel like, yeah, I've been hearing that. But sometimes my client says something that I hadn't heard, that I wasn't aware that they were thinking or they were feeling. So maybe they say something like, I hear that I'm actually angry with my principal. I'm hurt. I feel like she hasn't recognized how hard I've been working. Sometimes my client surfaces a truth that I didn't even suspect was in there. So what's happening there in some ways is they are doing the hard work of figuring out what's going on and how to respond. And it makes my coaching work easier in a sense. So when you use this question, what do you hear in what you're saying? You are, again, communicating confidence that they can hear themselves, that they can find key insights into the dilemmas they're facing. You don't have to do that as the coach. You don't have to figure that out. Now, there are some tricks to using this question successfully. First is you got to always check in with yourself about your intention, Okay, because your tone of voice is going to communicate your intention. So make sure that your intention is to serve your client, to guide them towards insight, clarity. Make sure that you are working from the dispositions of compassion and curiosity, because then your tone of voice will reflect that. Because of course, you could also say this question like, what do you hear in what you're saying? Hey, you heard that tone of voice, right? What do you hear and what you're saying? That might not serve your client. There are also some alternate ways of phrasing this, which you're welcome to modify. Of course, you can say things like, I'm curious about what you hear in what you're sharing with me. Or what do you hear yourself expressing? So Modify the question, but basically you're saying, what do you hear and what you're saying? 
Now, be warned: there might be a long pause after you say this, because your client will likely need to think. That's really good. And what's happening in that pause is that they are being airlifted out of their drama, out of their situation. So imagine you ask that question, and your client is sort of pulled up, rises above the situation, even the conversation, to a place where they can find perspective. They can garner insight. They can understand so much more than what they can see or understand from within all of it. And in that moment, they are connecting to their wise self, and that can take a moment. So don't be nervous or uncomfortable if there's a pause. You might even say something like, "Go ahead, take your time to think," and then relax your body, soften your gaze. You don't have to like stare at your client. You can look down. You can look away. Give them time to think. This question is so powerful. It's so powerful. So that's your challenge for this week. How many times do you think you can try it? See how many times you can try it. Okay, I'll see you next week for the next installment of this Try It On Challenge.